Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Kiev was special. Like, from the minute I walked out there, I just felt that it was, it was as if, like, someone had just... I just flicked a little switch, you know, in everyone's head. And like everyone just fucking raised the level. The way the Olympia was laid out, it was the same sort of like busy red, red shirt crowd that we've had at all the gigs across Europe, but then there was this big wall of banners. And then when the like when the spotlight went on to it, you'd spot one of your mates just absolutely happy. Yeah, yeah. I've just I feel like I've been in the right place at the right time as well as working hard for it all. And yeah, it's just sort of now it's, it's took off massively and we'd be doing shows and around Europe, mm. in America, Dubai, Ukraine. It's nuts. We've conquered all of Europe. We're never gonna stop. From Paris down to Turkey, we've won a fucking lot. But Paisley and Bushankly, the fields of Anfield Road, we are low supporters, and we come from Liverpool. Ale, 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 ale. Ale, ale, ale. Hello and welcome to the Red Men TV. I'm joined today by two very special guests. First of all, Jamie Webster and secondly, uh, Kieran Molyneux, of course, of Boss Night Fame. Gents, thanks very much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Uh, we've got an incredible show lined up for you, something a little bit different for us. We're going to have a little bit of a chat and we're going to have a little bit of an acoustic session and all that type of stuff. Um, we've already recorded, or they've already recorded the acoustic stuff. It's absolutely superb. Uh, so make sure you stick around and watch that. But um, lads, I wanted to get a, a little bit of a chat with you about like just boss nights and how it's all happened and what's happened this season and the story of it and stuff. Quite a wide ranging chat, really. So for you first, Kieran, then where did it all start with you and boss night, mate? Um, I've been around boss night since, since inception, really. I mean, I've known Nico since the magazine days and. Um, used to jump up now and again playing the in Oscars. Used to do it with a mate of mine called Tom. Used to be a little duo sort of thing, and we play when it was in a sort of open mic setup in Oscars. And then it moved over to sound. Drifted away from it a little bit. Didn't really play any music for a little while, me. And then got back into it a few years ago now, playing with Jamie. And Jamie gave me the kick out the backside to start playing on my own really. And then from that, obviously 
we've had a few couple runs and with that boss nights. Why did you say the kick up the backside? Is it, is it something that you never felt comfortable <coughs> doing on your own? No, it wasn't really. I just sort of drifted away from it. I mean, I stopped playing with the same playing with a mate of mine that drifted away. I was a bit sort of lacking confidence vocal wise in my own singing. I've never classed it myself as a singer. I was always just a guitarist, if you will. And I just where I weren't playing. I wasn't necessarily playing gigs. I weren't writing my own stuff. I weren't playing in the bedroom anymore. I was just a bit up the wall. Um, when I say kick up the backside, I think I came into a gig in Blundell Street, wasn't it? And we had a boss night there once. Mm. Um, I walked in, I was absolutely bad. And I think Jamie had been playing for three hours and he ran, <laughs> and he ran out of songs. He looked at me and said, Get up here. I was like, No chance, no chance, you get up here. So five or six songs together, didn't we? And it, was, it went down house on fire. From then on, we started playing with, with him and then um, jumped on my own then. Yeah. What you, mate? How long have you been involved in it all? Like? Well, I've been playing music like since. My mum wanted me to, to learn the guitar when I was a kid and I fucking hated it. You know what I mean? Like, just. Where for me, I wanted to listen to like wear a lowy and listen to pleasure rooms and stuff like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, like she said one day you'll you thank me later, obviously I have, but when I think I was 14, 15, got back into the guitar, just fell in love with Oasis and like Kings of Leon, their earlier stuff. I was just like really got the music bug massively. Played in bands and stuff like that, found weren't really for me because you know, with bands and obviously when you're working with other people, if you're Influences a difference. What's coming out? Do you know what I mean? It's like the guitarist listens to Queen as a Stone Age. Drummer was into the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I'm into Oasis and the Roses, and the bass players into fucking jazz or something like that. You know what I mean? It was just so swerved there, and always just played the cover gigs. But obviously, started going the away games as soon as I left school, and a few of the lads gone on to me playing the covers and stuff like that. I was that down on the coaches on the way down? Yeah, just on like the coaches. That? I think I, I was dead shy about it. I've always said it. Like I was dead shy about like. Playing music, especially in front of the match lads, because you know yourselves. Like when you yeah. when you walk on that coach for like the first time, so an away game when you're like a fresh case young fifteen year old kid, and you see all these lads who are, you know obviously they're talking the stories from here, there, and everywhere, and you're like, wow, you know what I mean? Like th th this is the fame sort of thing, you know what I mean? And I was dead shy, and then a couple of the lads who went on the coach with me at the time, you probably don't even go anymore. Showed them a few videos on me, you know, playing in open mic nights and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So then he said to me, they started coming down to like the head of steam, you know, the one by yeah, Lamb Street yeah, and that. They yeah. started coming down there. And like the, one time, I think 40, 50 people turned up off, out of the match. It was the biggest crowd I've ever played in front of, you know what I mean? And as we, as we like, they started giving me confidence to, to keep doing it. And then he said, hey, there's this thing going on. Have you seen the boss mags? And obviously I'd read the magazines and that as a kid. He said, well, you want to get in touch with them? Because like, the, you put singers on it, and I reckon you'd, you'd be brilliant for it. It was Ian Albany who said that to me. So then, Danny Nicole and that got in touch, and I think I started off playing six tunes at the foot of the bill. And then, well, I think what was good for me, because everyone sort of already knew my face from the match, they were coming down to support, you know what I mean, yeah, more yeah. so. And because I was sort of one of the lads, it, it just like it just clicked from the minute go. And the next gig I was doing, and I was set. Then, and as Gideon said, like as it built up and up and up, especially over the Rodgers season, yeah. started headlining, started yeah. like so for the past seven years, every show near enough I've I've done, whether there was forty people there, whether there was four hundred people there, you know what I mean? And it's just obviously with the Liverpool songs that have built through the success of the team, let's say, I think obviously the better the team do, the better we all do. Yeah, definitely. And, and like obviously, it, songs write themselves. It inspires you to write, well, yeah, it inspires the fans to make up songs for the the covers that you're playing and. I've just, I feel like I've been in the right place at the right time as well as working hard for it all. 
And yeah, it's just sort of now it's, it's took off massively. And we've been doing shows around Europe, mm. in America, Dubai, Ukraine. It's, it's incredible, though, isn't it's it? Nuts. Like, I mean, it's absolutely, it's nuts. tapped into something here, now, isn't it? Like fan culture is obviously a massive thing, and I think this football club more than any. It's tapped into that, isn't it? So yeah. you see boss nights all around the world now, aren't you? You know what I mean? And But there's there's always something. The crowd always seems to be bang into it, and that's got to be incredible for you guys. Like. I always think that the way the reason it works so well for boss, because if me and Kieran couldn't play the guitar or sing, we'd be stood in the crowd, or we would have been at some point been, over yeah. the years, do you know what I mean? We'd have been in there egging on the young lad who's Some on there with the guitar, scouts, yeah. do you know what I mean? So like that's why it's always worked, especially for me and Kieran, because we are literally faces, like you say, you, you go to matches, we see each other at matches, we see bump into Paul and stuff like that as well. Yeah, I think that's why it works. You like, know what it's like, it's like, an, it's like a, not a click, but it's it's like Yeah, a, it, it, it is like, I think there's a, Boston, the beauty of Boston night is me and Jamie go the away games on the same coach every week. We go, we, we, we play, I play the Sandley, he plays the halfway else, the other end of Breck Road each. It's, they're not two people from polar opposites playing this playing this bill. It's it's two lads who know each other. And I say the people who were coming even in the early days knew us as the young kids from the match yeah. who were having to go on the guitar. And now it's the kids who've been going to match for ten years who were doing well on the guitar. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. definitely it definitely. It's not like we strutted in you know, out of nowhere with our guitar and you know oh, here's a song for you all. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it doesn't work like that. It's yeah. like even if you were to go home and try and write a Liverpool song in your bedroom, it probably be. Probably be able to shit. It wouldn't yeah, work. It wouldn't work. Because it needs that away. It needs yeah, that. It needs, yeah. it needs to be someone on the coach as well. It needs to be a moment, doesn't it? Moment, in the moment. It needs to be a moment. Exactly. Like, that's unlike Klopp. It doesn't need to be yeah, in, in a moment. In the moment, yes. It was good. But, you know, like, that, it does. It needs to be original. It needs to be authentic. It needs to be off the cuff. It needs to be like it is. It needs to be scouts. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Almost. To sleep, a song from the darkest hour. Secrets I can't keep inside of the day. A swing from high to deep, extreme of sweet and sour. I hope that God exists. I hope, I pray. Somebody undertow my life is out of control I believe this wave will bear my weight so let it flow Mo Salah, Mo Salah, Mo Salah Running down the wind Salah, la, 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 la The Egyptian I'm relieved to hear that you've been to some far out places It's hard to carry on when you feel all alone But now I've swung back down again It's worse than it was before If I hadn't seen such riches I could live with being poor Mo Salah, Mo Salah, Mo Salah Running down a wing Sha-la, la, 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 la The Egyptian king Mo Salah, Mo Salah, Mo Salah
I mean, you said you've been there since pretty much the beginning of it and stuff like yeah. that. What was the turnout like at that first one? That you, it was you pretty remember? much an open mic. I used to go sometimes and not play. I used to go sometimes watch your mate play. I used to go sometimes and watch him with a skinhead. <laughs> play play a few tunes and then sometimes I jump up. But like I said, it was pretty much an open mic night, really. I mean, that's yeah, probably the best way to describe it. It was an open mic night which John Power jumped up on once. And yeah, there was no about eight, was eight was people in the crowd in, the, in Oscars and we just stood there and we, that's John Power and he just sang a few songs and got back off. I think he was having a pint and pizza and that way and he had mm. the back. And there was, like I say, it was, a, it was a thing, it was a place for people. We went the ways together and used to see each other at home games but wanted somewhere to go after the post-match pint. That's what it started off as a thing and it grew and it grew. I'd say it grew and it grew. It never at first, it, it plateaued it for a while. It was us, it was a few different groups of lads that I pop along and then if you remember the Rogers season, it propelled a little bit because we played Man City. Yeah. And um, I remember I had well, ex-bird I was with, it was a 21st birthday, it was a big birthday meal booked in town. I had all this shite saying that um, I need to be at this meal. And I remember I, so I, we had the Annie Road and they had all the smoke bombs and all the flair. I turned up for this meal, smoke bombs, stains <laughs> all, over, all over me, all over me top. But it was, um, the sound was closed off. Yeah, and the there was busy horses coming down the street. There was Alsatians. Three people <laughs> fell out the window, like backwards, out onto the street. Do you know what so I mean? So that was the moment I think I think boss started to go a little bit yeah. right. This is coolest. You know what yeah, I mean? Need I think like, need a bigger venue. Need a bigger venue here, like because it's not wasn't just an open mic night anymore. Jamie was playing regularly. You know what I mean? There was like there was Liverpool songs coming into coming into play, and um, then I went to District. And it's, how long has it been at District now? Forty three, four years. Yeah, but like even now, I mean, I love the people at District in oh, America yeah, who, who like the literally the perfect, like perfect people to host our night. You know, because because of what goes on. There's not many people, not many, not no many venues in Liverpool with us, to be honest. You know what I mean? But like the only problem is now the demand for it's got that big. The district's capacity is like four hundred max, and like after a big win at home for Liverpool now this season, you can imagine how many people actually like the last one we done there before the Olympia and stuff like that, which was relatively early on in the season. Evan. Was it Everton? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, we had another one after Everton because Everton was chaotic, and then we yeah. had another one. Oh yeah, and it was just a, it was just a nightmare. Yeah, it was like about eight, eight, eight hundred like people outside queuing around the block, yeah, getting we, rained on, moaning, ringing half, yeah. half of them ringing half no, no, phones. Put eight hundred on top of the capacity because oh, right. the Everton one it was literally it was that you know the wind, whatever, it was just nuts. Yeah, it was. And like people were just literally, people were jetpacking in, you know what I mean? People were just getting in, man managing to just get themselves in there. So I don't think anyone really expected the magnitude of the. Of that gold, you know what I mean, and like, listen, and I got shut down early because of what was going on in the crowd and sh smoke bombs, and it was just like literally over the, over the top. It was boss to see from the stage, yeah. you know what I mean. But like, obviously, if you're a venue venue licensee, you're gonna be worried about what what's gonna come of, of the st sort of stuff that was happening, and a lot of damage and stuff like that. So the next one we tried to really like, what the venue insisted on, you know, we need to keep it like sort of close. So like, listen, we tried to give. A few of our mates who've been there from the start, wristbands, make sure that they had priority to get in, which I think is right. I'm sorry to anyone like who hasn't been there, you know what I mean, who might be watching it, but you know, these lads literally were with us from the start. 
we give about 50 wristbands to our close mates to you know to, to guarantee that they could get in. So they sort of had like another queue. And I got I remember getting there and people were like, any chance? You know yeah. what I mean? Just in the queue and I felt felt really bad because you think of fucking hell, these lads are just like genuine just, young just lads. Just, and just, just want to come in and bounce the yeah, little Just want to have a good time and that, you know what I mean? Which and obviously they want to come to see us. More importantly for mm. us, you know, these are like people who Yeah, you don't want to let them yeah, down. Yeah, you don't want to let them down, no, but unfortunately there was all I could do about it, nothing anyone could do about it. it the size of the rooms, the size of the room at the end of the day. No, and then you say, you say you've got people that, that you know are, are about to go on stage and your phones are off the yeah, hook. Yeah, the phone, yeah. You're running down, arguing with bouncers. Can you, come on, let him in, mate, and blah, 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 blah. It's so, just, it's gotten to the point now, it's well outgrown it, like, districts, which, which is why we've, obviously, we've done the Olympia, which was fucking fantastic. Again, the boss having, like... But even the demand for that, mate, like, yeah. I, I, I went outside to let me bed in. And she's getting dropped off, and I stood there with a the, with the wristband for her and a, and a backstage pass for her. This kid come up to me across the door and give you the one for that band, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went, you know what? The, the one is not worth the aggro off me, baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, to be honest, like if she stood out here in a minute, I can imagine, though. Yeah. yeah, honestly, it was like there was just frames of people outside. The, the man, I think there was, you know, Nicole yeah. told me there's 30 odd thousand people refreshed the page on Skittle when, yeah. when, when it went on sale. And yeah. what's it like? The, I always find quite interesting, like, how's the actual. The crowd changed. Has it changed at yeah, all? Yeah, it has. It has in in general ones, especially the ones in Europe now. Like the ones that we've been doing in district over say the past eighteen months, the crowd has changed. It's gone from a more hardcore, like you know what I mean. It's it's our thing. It's, that was how it was, and now obviously people from all around the world are looking at these videos. So when they're in Liverpool, obviously, <coughs> and there's a boss night on, they're gonna try and come down and get in. Yeah. So there is that split. Do you know what I mean? And. It's probably, in the crowd, it's probably might have caused a few, like, ructions in the past, you know what I mean? Because people who genuinely haven't been here from the start, who don't really get it, listen, we, we're not into, like, ale throwing and shit like that, are we? It's just not something that we don't do, even if, like, it's, I just think it's... It's England fans. Yeah, it's an England fan thing to do, yeah, precisely, nail on the head. And, th listen, they're only coming and having a good time, so I can't, I can't tell people to stop doing it, but obviously you can imagine... I can't stop throwing ale. Yeah, yeah, stop throwing ale, <laughs> but you can't make them, can you? Do you know what I mean? In Belfast, I got a pint bounced off yeah, the guitar and I nearly, I was fronting, I was saying to the kid, whoever that was, get up here, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. And so, like, the Olympia was sort of back to how it was with the Al, the Al school, sort of, you know what I mean? But now, what we're trying to do is we're trying to appeal to both sets of people. We're like, we want people who've never been down, who've never experienced it. We want yeah. you to come down and, and see what it's all about. We want you to to feel part of something that sometimes you don't get a sense of, of belonging that, that you do in them boss nights, that you do in the match, you know what I mean? Some of the atmospheres in them boss nights are a lot better than some of the atmospheres I've had in Anfield or in the away ends, you know Definitely. what I mean? It's a very inclusive feeling yeah. and we want as many better fingers, we want as many people to be included in that as possible. And we get that we get that people don't go on the away bus every week and we get that people do live on the other side of the world and support Liverpool. I mean, there's some people who just... I complete not to no time for anyone who hasn't got an L post goal and watch the Reds and I, I sort of get your arguments on that but then they were a global football club and there's fans all over the world and if we're in Germany and there's a German supporters group who want to put a gig on with us and want to um, why not? Want to want to push us and want to support us and want to get all their people and down and what? And my, my thinking on it is I, I've I've got a, I've had a season ticket in the same place in um, in the cop now for give or take fifteen years something like that. And I'm stood next to scousers who don't sing. And yeah. I've been stood yeah, next yeah, yeah, I've yeah. been stood next to people from it's around the world who do sing. It's yeah, just one of them people, things. Like. Yeah, some people think it's too too cool too, but whatever. But listen, from a selfish point of view as well, like listen, we we said we're musicians, you know what I mean? Like we we're getting opportunities to go and play in Paris, 
in Munich, in Barcelona, in America, you know, and Ukraine, Ireland. We're doing a four-day back-to-back Irish tour next week and stuff yeah. like that. Listen, as musicians, this is like this is what you want to be doing. It's like that's you. You want to go to different places and play. Like personally, if I seen someone else doing it, I'd be happy for them. You know what I mean? Being mm. being a scouser and taking taking our culture. That's what I think I'm doing. Taking our culture that's around it, the world. Do you know what I mean? We've won it in Wembley. We've won it in Gay Paris. In '77 and in '84, it was raw. We've won it five times. We've won it five times in Istanbul. We won it five times. We've won it in Wembley. We've won it in Gay Paris. In '77 and in '84 it was raw. We've won it five times. We've won it five times in Istanbul. If I will keep it, we'll keep it, we'll keep it, we'll keep it. Stevie G's eyes lit up when he lifted the European cup. 21 years and now the cup is coming back home. We've won it five times. We've won it five times. We'll go to Madrid. I'm winning six times. We've won it in Wembley. We've won it in Gay Paris. In 77 and in 84 it was raw. We've won it five times. We've won it five times. We'll go to Madrid. I'm winning it six times. All right, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the uh, some of the songs that you've performed. Then, okay, I'll come to you first on this one, mate. Um, what's your favourite song to perform? <clears throat> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a... It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Changes, you know. I, it does change. It's quite super. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it, um, it does change. It, it, it can sometimes, like the likes of that Firmino one, can, it, you can, the crowd can be going really, really sick and it can feel amazing, sound amazing. But sometimes I like playing some of the other Liverpool, the other Liverpool songs, like yeah. My Liverpool, and, and even Paul, Paul Scott would tell me when I play the sand and stuff like that. He played like the that. Liverpool boys in, in town in the Olympia, you know, nah, 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 yeah, that and as well. it was boss, it was yeah. brilliant. That's it, like, because as I was saying before, we're, we're taking, we're taking uh, culture on the road, we're taking our songs on the road and everybody knows that there's a portion of Liverpool fans who come over here and haven't got a clue. And they stand there singing Lewis Garcia over and over and over and there's people getting pissed off and there's people fuming or there's people thinking, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. What we do is, is an opportunity for people to learn, to be honest. Like, I know full well that if I do eight verses alive, I bear upon my chest in Germany, that them German Reds will watch that on YouTube and Give it six months, they'll know every word. Hmm. Whereas they wouldn't know give that. It six, give it six minutes. They wouldn't, they wouldn't know sure That's my favourite Liverpool champ, yeah. by the way. It's, it's one of mine. It, it is one of mine. Enough. I remember it was, it, was it Derby in the cup a few years ago? It went on for about twenty minutes. Yeah. I was in pure. So they had the Huddersfield as well this year or last year. I can't remember. Burton as well, I remember. But when it happens, it's great, isn't it? I mean, and that's that's why that's why I sing it, and that's why I make sure I sing it every week because if we don't do that and we just focus on Van Dijk and Firmino. Then it's just going to be a stronger season, isn't it? And that's the way it's going to go. Is if we can keep these songs, like I say, my Liverpool, I've had fellas who, who come up to me and go, I haven't heard that since the 70s. How do you know that? And I know it because when I was a kid, they had a little CD and they had an LP as well, the Cop Choir LP. And they had a little CD and they had like Liverpool boys who were in town, Liverpool were never going to stop, Kenny D. all them like cheesy yeah. 70s, 80s songs. And they get played, like, to be honest, Billy Carney brings them on our bus. Yeah, he does, yeah. But I used to know all them songs when I was a kid, and that's why now I, I, I've been thinking about putting a new Liverpool song in the set. I'll try and get an older one, as opposed to I'll, I'll let the, the the away coaches in the cop make make our new songs. I'm I'm too busy writing my own material. I'm to, to sit here and think I'm I'm the man who can write the, the next Liverpool hit. It, as you say, it happens in a moment, doesn't it? But um, yeah, I prefer all the other ones. My Liverpool is probably the scousest Liverpool song of all time, and I think. I go with that uh, and lava bear upon my chest as well. Yeah. What about you, mate? Probably uh, the one I like playing the most is Paul Scouts to Tommy. Just like because I sing it slow. And you make sure you tell everyone yeah. to sing it slow. Right, yeah, then, yeah. yeah. Not, not half. It's just not worse when you go like everyone, this song's, this song's too fast now. You can't even hear the words when you sing it on the cop. Do you know what yeah, I mean? You right, yeah. I remember watching, have you ever seen that video? Um, LFC TV done it. It was like this is Anfield or something like that, and it shows you the cop singing Paul Scouts of Tommy writing like no clap. the seventies and the seventies. No and it goes no clap no, and when it goes I team that week, and when they say Liverpool, like it's literally like a battle yeah. cry. You're like what from the telly? You know what I mean? It's that loud, and like it's it's just a proper but it's just a boss song, and it's just a story. It's like proper like. 
it touches with emotions. It's so many different ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like Libyan or Arabian? Libyan. 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 Cause, cause we found out recently, lad. I've been singing it for about mm. fucking twenty years. Long, like, divide, divide, many, but yeah, it's Libyan. It divides many. It's not even up for debate. The battle was in Libya. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, be fair though. I think Libya is Arabian, isn't it? So it, it, yeah. it, you can't get away with saying Arabian. Like it yeah. just fits, but it's well, like, Libyan. People don't say. The, the Arabian sun, you just say Arabian sun, yeah, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Or Radiant sun. Yeah, Some I've people heard that, have heard that, that yeah. you know what I mean? I, I That's been, up there with International I, Army yeah, instead of International yeah. International Army. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I've, I've never heard that, heard that one. Thing on your International <laughs> Army, I've heard that a few Honest times. Honest to God, <laughs> you'd be a surprise, but, but yeah, it's yeah. Libyan. Poor Scouts are talking about it, Chunk Slog, especially because I like doing that bit in a minute where I go, oh, and I hold it for ages, and it's sort of the end of the slow bit, and like, like now we can, we can go fire. And the glasses go in the air, the table yeah. start banging, and it's just like, and then it comes to that bit. That seen that we, and another one I like is we had them in from the Anfield Spine Cup. Yeah, that's, a that's like a proper on the road song, and like I've mm. so many times in Europe the night before the game, like everyone's beat it's been three o'clock in the morning, yeah. thinking, shit, Sway. you know we're gonna be rough tomorrow for this match, and then someone will just get the drink, you just the aisle swigger in the corner, and it'll be like we had them in. And then it'll come to that bit because we, we know our team will, and then like everyone thinks the fucking Juve have turned up. And it's like, fight, fight, fight. <laughs> and it's like, it's just like a proper war, war cry, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like, like, and it just makes you feel, like, for me, it makes you feel part of something. Like, I like playing that song for, like, for the R ones, like Keaton said. Like, it's always the R school ones. Listen, Van Dyke and that. Van Dyke songs are belted. It's dead catchy. Same with, like, the thing is, though, Jay, 30, 40 years' time, like, when there'll be. 18 year old saying, bringing it back. Them old tunes, like the Van Dyke one, we need to bring that back. So, I met my love by the gas yard wall. Dreamed a dream by the old canal. I kissed my girl by the factory wall. Dirty old town Dirty old town He's our center He's our number four Watch him defend And we watch him score He'll pass the ball Come as you like He's Virgil van Dijk He's Virgil van Dijk He's a He's a center, he's a number four. Watch him defend, and we watch him score. He'll pass the ball, come as you like. He's Virgil van Dijk. He's Virgil van Dijk. He's a sensor. He's a number four. Watch him defend. I 
we watch him score He'll pass the ball Come as you like He's Virgil van Dyke He's Virgil van Dyke What about what about like the, the true highlights from doing box night? I mean, like Kiev surely got to be up there. Well, like for me, probably obviously the things that have come for it for me, like playing guitar with Alison and that that was cool going on the tour. Like what a privilege. I suppose for me, I've just told I told this story not long ago. I was on tour with with Liverpool last year in the summer. Obviously doing the box nights out there and like. The club had took us out for a, for a scran, all non-Melwood staff went for a scran in this like Kentucky barbecue restaurant. And Fowler, Rush, Risa and Hippie were there, the four legends, if you can call Risa one, you know what I mean? But like definitely Hippie, Fowler and Rush were there, you know what I mean? And uh, so we'd been sat there and then they took us to a bar and I wanted, I was shit myself, I wanted to be that professional, my throat was hurting a little bit, so I had a glass of water and I was like, I'm going home to bed, I'm going to Flying tomorrow, I got another gig, so I walked over and I had this like elite table at the end of the bar. It was like Fowler, Rush, and John Powell, who's like photographed Liverpool from all the art, you know, yeah, we used to have yeah, the art yeah. processing rooms, and he's done them all through the career 40, 50 years. He's been there, John, now. Is it, he's the club photographer? Yeah, isn't yeah, he? yeah. His son, his, son, his son does it yeah, as well, yeah, Andy, yeah. yeah. Well, they sat there, like, you know what I mean? They've seen everything that's happened in Liverpool from the closest view over the past how many years, you know what I mean? And, so I walked over just to say, listen, because he said a few nice things about me, like in the earlier gigs. So I walked over to Robbie and Rushy, as I call them now, which is I find fucking absolutely nuts. Uh, so I walked over to them and was like, "All right, fellas, listen, I just want to say thank you for for being so nice to me and everything, and, and like you know, giving me the support over the past couple of days. It's been great to be in your company and that. I want to go. I'm gonna go home now. My throat's hurting. And Father and Rush were like, "No, no, 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 no. I'm got a minute. That's." We've wanted to have a little chat with you, actually. Come and sit down here, get six cars lights there, bud lights there. So I'm like, oh, like, you know, imagine me sitting down, like, hands on the table like that. And they're like, yeah, I'll have a bevy lad, it's sound and that. So they start talking to me, and then, like, literally, they're not talking, but Fowler's not sat there saying, yeah, my hat's tracking, my hat's tracking four minutes, so Rush isn't saying my fucking 346 goals or whatever it is, you know what I mean? They're not saying that. They're just, like, talking to you, so, like, you know, like, how long have you been going to match, you know, Fowler turns, have you got kids, yeah, you like, you know what I mean, like, one of them, I love everything I've done in football, my kids are the things I'm most proud of, and you think, fucking hell, you know what I mean, like, that, yeah. just, they're just normal fellas, and you see them like that, so I said, listen, after two, I said, I'm going now, like, it's half one, two in the morning now, I'm flying tomorrow, and I want to make sure, I don't want to take the piss of being brought out here, this, that, the other, so Rushy, like, oh, like, it's sound with Rushy, like, sort of, and just me, and goes, you had enough fire, lad, yeah, said, yeah, he went, do you know where the hotel is? I said, yeah, 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 sorry. I'll walk home with you if you don't mind. Fucking right, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I felt like saying it's a straight road or something. Didn't sell him, you know what I mean? I thought, I want you to all buy on the old way home. So we had to walk home and like, I was telling him about like, similar key saying he had like the, you know, the cop choir thing when I used to go to my granddad's on our terms and that. I used to want to be a striker. And my granddad that used to have the history of Liverpool FC, Liverpool FC and its origins. I'm from Shankly through to Fagan. They were like three cassettes that he had. And I used to watch them on repeat all the time. He used to say, there was one time where I wanted to be a goalie. And he used to say, watch today, Clements. Watch the save. <laughs> he wouldn't do nothing all week, all, all game. And then he'd have a header at the back post. And he'd have to tip over the bar. And that's how you knew he was the best keeper in the world. Because he wouldn't trust it. And he'd say, but if you want to be a striker, look at Ian Rush. So, like, obviously, I was looking at Ian Rush, banging goals in. 
just I think it was like an hour and the video goal rush yeah, yeah, that yeah, one. Goal. yeah we've got uh, that behind you somewhere I reckon you know probably yeah, down at the bottom somewhere yeah. here we go have we got it yeah you have some screamers on yeah, that look but there some he is do you know what I mean and I was telling him about this and like he actually stopped me and he said well like listen he said well like you know I was just a normal fella like your granddad do you know what I mean like he didn't so we were well off, but we didn't have what, what they have today and all that. He was like, I, I'll always be in touch with like normal people and that because I am a normal person. And he said, and you know, if there is anything up there, like, you know, maybe your granddad's looking down and smiling at you, you know. Just like literally the eye would see as well. I was like, oh man, I was in the lift with him at this point. He was on floor 26, I was on five. <laughs> so the lift doors dinged open. I was like, he went, I'll see you in the morning, Jay. And like I just went, she's here in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, walked out, walked out the lift, the lift shut behind me and literally fell to my knees. Like, you know what I mean? And I was like, fucking hell. Like, literally, head in my hands. Like, what? That, that's like, it's unwritten for that to ever happen to me or anyone like me. And then, like, so I fucking thought we paid him. <laughs> You're not going to believe what's just happened. <laughs> and I was like, it was just like a proper, oh, a proper overwhelming experience. It was just, just goes to show, like, what sort of a club we actually are, that the, that sort of interaction goes on. And, like, you know, it's just brilliant. So that that's the highlight for me, that, that walk home with Ian Rush. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was just fucking phenomenal. Obviously, I've met loads of legends in the past, but to, to have, like, that sort of a conversation and, like, be able to sort of tell him a bit about your granddad and that, you know what I mean, yeah, and your dad. And then to just, him bring it back up to you so you know he was yeah, listening yeah, as well. Yeah, right? of course. yeah, of course. And, like, and he'd had a few as well, you know what I mean? He probably can't remember saying it, like, but... He said it, you know what I mean? And like, can you top that? No, I can't top that. I think, I, to be honest, feel sly asking him first. Now, fucking hell! Sorry, I jumped the gun there. Like, but no, I think, I think that that's that's obviously a very, very heavy and a personal story. But I think my favourite moments was probably Sunday, to be honest, at the Olympia. But in terms of reaching the players, I mean, I remember getting a text off Nico when we when we done district and we done the Naby Keita song with and Andy Robbo. Yeah, yeah. And Nico texted me and him saying, I just got a text off someone from the club saying that Naby and Andy Robbo been watching your video and the changes and I was like, Wow, like fuck. We're reaching the players yeah. here. Like we do this to like create an atmosphere amongst Liverpool fans. But now what we're doing is uh, it's reaching the players. Like this this team that we've spent thousands and thousands of pounds going to watch. It's seen that when you were a kid, you pretended that you wanted to play for, and now that what we're doing, they're, they're watching us. And they're, well, even, I'm, I'm still hopeful yeah, of signing for the pill one day, lad. <laughs> you're, not, you, you're not far off the way you are carrying on, to be honest, mate. But <laughs> um, I think even even the Munich video, Virgil watching watching yeah. watching you sing, sing that, I mean, we're reaching the players here. And in terms of favourite moments, like I said, Sunday was a bit special because obviously early on we had our, our close mates and, our, and our, our, our people we watched. To be the, fair, you've sang a lay a lay a lay with John Aldridge though, haven't you? Uh, that's that's pretty good. I have sang a lay a lay a lay with John Aldridge. Yeah. Scouts, that I have, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Let's have it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Scouts, to be fair, like singing a lay a lay with John Aldridge. But yeah, Sunday at the Olympia was a bit like we had like John, John, we played with John Powell before in Kiev, but John Powell there who's an, who's an influence of ours, and we've got Louis on the bill who's, who's, who's an established artist in Liverpool. But then the way the Olympia was laid out, it was. The, the same sort of like busy red red shirt crowd that we've had at all the gigs across Europe, but then there was this big wall of banners, and then when the like when the spotlight went on to you'd spot one of your mates, 
just absolutely happy. Yeah, yeah. Like, but watching your mates enjoy it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was saying before. I'd rather, I've always said I'd rather play in front of 10,000 pe- 10, people than 10 people. I, I, I find crowds easier than my close mates because they're the people that take the piss. They're the people that... Yeah. But when you see them losing all their inhibitions, leaning over a big banner saying, we'll fight the fight for Liverpool, just absolutely yeah. having it off. Oh, you know what I mean? It's a special moment. Like, and to... to Boss must be around 10 years old now. I mean, eight years old, whatever it is. And to to go to walk off stage there and Bear throws your arms around you and you look back and you think, that was a gig and a half, that made, you know what I mean? Like, it was an open mic night at one point, which yeah. I weren't that confident to play. And you know what? The work that Dan Nicholl does for me and him. Yeah. Like, and Sean and John, all three of them. But like, RPA Sean. Yeah. But particularly, like, me and Dan, like, because we have the... We, we have meetings with the club over like these things and you know Dan's constantly in contact with the club because the club do see us as like an, a I suppose a bridge between the two sets of supporters and like Dan is like he is such a busy lad in terms yeah, of people say to us all the time do you still work and stuff you think D- Nico and Sean and JD they, they've got a job too you know what I mean like, like we're playing an hour and a half an hour the work so that goes into the, the that goes into the hour, hour yeah. and a half before but before we get to do it, it's all down to them. Particularly know. with Liverpool, because like obviously the way Liverpool are, they're a, they're a big business. Do you know what I mean? Whether you like it yeah, or not, nothing simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whether you like talking about it or not, and like these people who, who are dealing with us, the professional. Do you know what I mean? And you know me, I, I am who I am. I'm sort of what you see is what you get. I try my best to bend to as many audiences as I can when I'm in conversation with them, but. Like Dan just made it so easy for me the old time, and he always does the old time with us. He, he like the way, the, the way he talks to people on my behalf, on Boss's behalf, like the things that he does behind the scenes to make sure that things aren't gonna be perceived as unnatural or you know like cheesy or anything like that. Like he really does. But it's the support network around you all as well, and because I'm yeah. sure you know lads that because of the way you've been going the game, Kieran and stuff like that. These lads would tell you if they thought you were doing something wrong, wouldn't they? Yeah, and oh, they do. And they do, and without they do. a doubt. They do. Like I said, the situation where we had district locked out and there's seven, eight hundred people outside. Out of them seven, eight hundred people, a lot of them are people that we know. People like, not all of them, obviously, but there's people that we know out there and our phones are off the hook and, mm-hmm. or they go in there and they say, it's a joke, the price of the ale and that gaff, or yeah. what was all this about running out of ale in Munich? And, you know what I mean? You're like, come on, <laughs> mate. We're on stage with guitars, we can't yeah, stop yeah, the bar as well for you. And just, just, just... Phone Nico. Yeah, yeah, yeah phone Nico speaks to him. But, like, literally, that, that's like, the beauty of it, though, like, like I said. Like, he's, like, he's such... Like, and, and he's not there just to take the fall because we are all a team and everything else, but, like, like I say, people do voice their opinions and I... I I'm a firm believer if you have an opinion, voice it, stand yeah, up for what you're hearing, like no problem at all. But also listen, listen to the other side of yeah, it as well, I'd say. Listen, but one thing that my pet hate is when people voice their opinions not knowing or not taking the time to even find out exactly what's going on, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you can appreciate as well. Like I'm sure we can all, anyone who's, anyone who's ever been in any sort of spotlight can probably appreciate that because you will always get, with success, you will always get critics. But the problem is like the people, the critics with us is, People say about like me and Boss Night now, especially with this this whole um, the arena thing. People have seen a glass over it a little bit with the prices. And listen, I'm not a millionaire. Dan, Sean, and John are the three licensed directors of Boss Night. Do not take a penny out of it for their own their own personal their own personal. This is a project for them. They've all got successful business lives outside of Boss Night. You know what I mean? This is a project for them. They it is really it sounds cringy, but it is for the greater good with them sorts of people. And when people like take to the internet to to, to say, honest, oh, you're, you're loaded, you're a cream in it, this, that, the other. 
it's not. They don't know what goes into it. They don't know what we take out of it. Do you know what I mean? What we take out of it mainly is the fucking thrill of doing it all. Do you know what I mean? Like, 100%. obviously. I right. think, to be honest, though, Jay, I think the people that are saying stuff like this haven't been to Boss Night before. Yeah. And, and I, I think the people who are saying stuff like this are one of the type of people who would moan at anything. Yeah. The thing is, you can't please all of These are the people that, when, 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 we, when we don't get three points, are questioning Klopp. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These are these type of people who just. A, a get professional them out, get moaners, professional mm -hmm. moaners and, and have a problem. <coughs> I think if anyone who's been to watch me and Jay over the past few years has made what we're doing in the arena, yeah. I think anyone who's been to Boss Night and enjoyed themselves and to be fair, to it. anyone who is given, you know, given the, the two pence worth, I just want to ask them, do you, do you work for free? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, do you work your whole life for free? Like, in, in terms of us now, me and Kieran, we've had to take time off work, yeah. right? To, to not, not, not to go, it's, we, it, we enjoy doing this sort of, of thing. Of course, but, but like, like, you know, so we've still got jobs, know, what I mean? We've we, we had to take time out of work to, to, to ensure that like, the promotions, like for all these gigs coming up, the Irish tour, to rest our voices, it takes a lot, do you know what I mean? And like, even when I'm playing the pubs, they don't see me turn up three hours before and putting That's tables it. across ceilings to set my speakers up, they don't see me. Sat there, like acting like a nun because I can't drink before I play because I'm worried about my throat while everyone else is absolutely letting loose. Do you know what I mean? And you're dealing with the stresses also behind the scenes of people trying to get Wanting tickets, and tickets backstage and... and everything else and just general hassle. You know what I mean? And it's not like we're paid. We're on football as well. Just we, we, you know, we look boss to always do the best to look after us, but. You know, like I've, I've said a few times now about my car, you've seen me pull up in it there outside. It's not a Bentley. You know what I mean? It's just. It's, it's probably even worse to sit in the passenger seat than it is for me because I've got all sorts of shit in the footwell as well. More being a bottle than Jimmy Milner's Bentley. But uh, <laughs> like I say, you know, it's it, that's the only frustrating thing when people really don't know us or they don't know what we got, what, what everyone does to put into it, and and exactly they don't know what we get out of it. You know what I mean? Or what can what could be? Yeah. If you if, if you just had a positive attitude and got along to it. What actually, what we it's what limit has this got? And what I can guarantee for anyone who's sceptical or dubious or thinking about maybe getting a ticket, you know what I mean? I don't claim to be the best vocalist, I don't claim to be the best guitarist, you know, I haven't got melodies coming up my ass, but listen, I'll entertain you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, know, I know that's the whole night, Kieran, we, 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 everyone involved, you'll be entertained, you won't be, you won't feel like, I hope not anyway, I, I can't remember anyone walking out of one and saying, that was shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like everyone who's got in there and got involved, I've only ever heard good things of people. But the thing is, the, the twenty-five like, quid fee for that record, you know, anyone who comes out of there would stand there and ask them, "Was that worth every penny?" And I guarantee they say they would, because there's people who played twice over, three times over to experience some of the nights that we've that we've had in the, in, in that district and even the Olympic the other night. And yeah. I think if you, if you remember, we're doing this, we're doing this to get behind Liverpool. Yeah, we're doing, Madrid sends off party. We're doing this so, so the players again see them videos. The players and the are going to say, have you seen what they're doing in the Echo Arena down there for you lot? That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's why we're doing it. We're literally just a send-off party. We want our players to go, Tottenham are doing nothing like that, there. Yeah. No, no, you can't, can't let these down again this time. It, yeah. it should give them another... another I, I, I was lucky enough to do some, some video stuff at one of the Dean Conversation night, Brian yeah, yeah. Jamie Carragher one. Like, and all I will say from you know someone who's not involved with Boss Night in any way, shape or form, I was there on the side of the stage and we were all working and I looked around at all of us and all of us were fucking on our, on our feet singing. Mm. And we were working and we were, we were there at the side of the stage and I looked out and saw that view that you get. And it was fucking incredible, like, yeah, and, and the love that you can feel that's coming towards that stage from you told me that these lads do a fucking incredible job, like. No, I appreciate it. I've just clocked your t-shirt as well. I just belted that on it. <laughs> so I like that one, innit? Yeah. 
Ze krachten daar. Met die dus krachten zie je op je voren. En dan dus staat het zeker genoeg te worden. Zo laat het hier staan. Het sauna. Het zijn nog twee flessen in. Ja, voor Nou, als je zegt, thanks very much. En, yeah. You know, it, it, it is because it's just like, but the underlying issue is, if I wasn't on the stage, I'd be in the crowd. Do you know what I mean? And like, that's what people need to, not need to remember, because a lot of people do know it, but like, we're fans first, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just so happens to be riding our luck a little bit, that we've been in the right place at the right time, and worked hard, like, yeah. you know, in the background, to make it all come to fruition. But yeah, we're enjoying ourselves, and we want other people to enjoy it. Yeah. Want to make a bit of a difference, like, There you go, man. And, and there you go. Listen, gents, I've kept you long enough. It's been an absolutely incredible experience sitting here chatting to you. Hope you've, you've have enjoyed the video. Uh, let us know in the comments section what you thought, which was your favourite song. Uh, let's pit them off against each other. <laughs> uh, and uh, don't forget to like the video. But more importantly than that, go to bit.ly forward slash boss echo and you can get your tickets for this Madrid send-off yeah. party. Uh, go there, support the lads and support the lads on the field because we've got a massive game in the Champions League final where Liverpool will be looking to bring over number fucking six. That's it. Yes, nice that's one, it. Thank Cheers. you very much. Tra. When I got asked to do that that interview with Alison, we were at that scheduled when we were actually on tour. He'd signed and he wasn't on tour because he had things to do back here. And a few of the lads in the media team said to me, listen, we're gonna get we're gonna make this work because we know he plays guitar. And we asked him early on and it was set for like November, I think maybe even earlier. And he actually turned around and said, no, listen, like, I want to do it. I, I think it's going to be brilliant to do, but I want to establish myself as a goalkeeper first. Yeah. And that's the difference. Do you know what I mean? That is the big difference. And, like, yeah, for me, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what, mate? Boss. Boss, like, brilliant. Publicity game first. I, I'm a fan first. I'd, I'd rather you keep 10 clean sheets in the first half of the season than me go and play guitar. But you're not playing guitar every day, you know what I mean? It's yeah. not. It was nice to meet him, and the time that he gave me was unbelievable. But, like, you know, first and foremost, I'm a fan. He's a goalie. You know what I mean? He, he, he don't. He, and the Napoli save. Look, that Napoli save wasn't made. We're not. We're not talking about Madrid. And we're probably not even sat here. We're not no, even we're not. sat here if that if he doesn't make that no. Napoli save. Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.